Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gamers on the Go, a podcast dedicated solely to those games you can take with you. I'm your host, Chase Kennecke. Today's show is on the Playdate and the first couple weeks of Playdate content. Uh, and my guest, double guest this time, very excited, uh, East Coast correspondent Matt Jaguer. Hi, Matt. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to hear going? the I just wanted to hear the crank uh, when you lift it <laughs> out of the Playdate because it's such a nice little tone. It's a good, it's a good sound. And then, uh, and then my co-host over there at the Casual Hour, um, eternal, eternal friend, biggest man I've ever met uh, in terms of height, <laughs> uh, Bobby Pease. Hi, Bobby. I'm cranky, and I've never you made. Are... <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. Uh, the place has never looked smaller. Waiting two weeks to say that. Yeah, uh-huh. like a like a play date to you is like a is like a Game Boy in anyone else. Like else's hand. Andre the Giant holding a beer can. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Anybody want a peanut? Anybody uh, want Bob, a play Bobby's date? there. Bobby's there. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yes. So we're talking about the play date. If you don't know what that is, uh, it's a little yellow device made by uh, a company called Panic that is out of Portland, Oregon. They usually uh, made or they used to make Mac software and apps. Um, I don't, I haven't used any of the software, but just pulling some of the names that I saw: Transmit, Nova, Prompt. Bobby, you're a, you are a, at least a former former Apple man. Do you know anything about Panic or their software? Yeah, Did you, so like early two thousands for me, and I, even a little bit when I was doing some web design stuff, like I, from a like a torrent downloader, like. Transmit is one of the best, I, to, to me, kind of a golden standard. Very well done. Um, they made some really great great software for sure. Nice. Uh, yeah, it seems like quality is their MO uh, in, in everything they do. So they've, they've made that software. Then they kind of started to get a little bit into game publishing. They published Firewatch, which um, it's not going to come out on the stream, <laughs> but I'm wearing my Firewatch t-shirt. Uh, also, I knew Bobby was here, and Bobby loves Firewatch. So I, 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 I adore that game. Um, and then I need to also, finish Firewatch. It's, yes, it's pretty good. It's not. It's not super long either. It's a, no, it's a, no. It's a decent little thing. I just need to. Um, I just need to restart it and finish it. Sure. And then they also published Untitled Goose Game, which is another mm. uh, fun, fun little game. Uh, so again, good quality yeah. stuff. And then it, it sounded like their their team's just like, hey, we'd like to do something different and fun and interesting. Why don't we try getting into hardware? Uh, and and that's exactly what they did. They helped uh, with the help of a of a company in Stockholm called Teenage Engineering. Uh, they usually make they make mostly synthesizers Dude, and camera stuff. Their shit's you familiar incredible. Familiar with them too, Bobby? Their okay. shit is incredible. They got a speaker that I would love to have. I have no need for it. I'm not a musician. I like I I played around with synths before because I I think it's neat the tactile aspects of mm-hmm. it. Their shit is wild. Um, I've sent. I know I've seen some stuff to Jiggy, I think, on Discord where they've got, like, the chip tune of, like, people... I've seen somebody playing, like, with the Mega Man chip tune, the Black yeah. Parade. Like, they make that piece of equipment. Okay, and, okay. Uh, they're, if you look at their hardware, you'll know exactly why Panic brought them into sure. the fold here. It's that, it's that minimal design. Mm-hmm. It's just really clean. Uh, on their website, I saw, you know, here's a bunch of artists that use our equipment, and, you know, Beck is one of those. And, hey, Beck is, oh, the, hey. is the, title, the title track to uh, Gamers on the Go. I was thinking one day, like, should I change the title music of this? Like, it's been that for 
uh, over a decade at this yeah. point. And I'm like, no, it's you know what? Fuck it. I like no, it. I children. like this Beck song. I, I think I think this Beck song is pretty good, and it's from the the Game Boy Variations EP. So it's like it, it kind of it works. I'm gonna keep I, it. I'm gonna bring it up. I don't know if you already had plans. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm you know. No, go for it. Bearing the lead here, but they posted last night on Twitter a prototype of the first Playdate. And yeah, who, who's they? Panic. Panic did. It's nice. a. Yeah, no, I hadn't seen that. It's it was it's basically a crystal clear device. The buttons look to be a little bit bigger on it. It's really fucking cool to see like where it was at and where it's at today. It's and I'm glad that they showed it because it's really it looked cool like the to buttons were like those like silicone like mesh yes. kind of things that like are just like the basic contact to the like circuit board yep. kind of thing that you see under mm. like a like a more like hard shell plastic button. But yeah, that that little prototype uh, picture it was cool. Yeah, and that was probably awesome. what like like four years ago uh, they mentioned or something like that. Because they no, announced the play date in, was it was it 2020 they announced the play date or 2019? I think it was 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then uh, pre-orders were like a year later. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. It took a while, and then it took an even while longer, longer time to, hey, to get them here. I think we're uh, I think worth the wait. I I would agree. And if you if you want one of these things, I know we haven't really talked about the device itself yet or the games, and we'll get to those. Um, but if you want one of these things, if you pre-order now, you might get it next year. Maybe. <laughs> I had yeah. to choose between this and the analog pocket, and, and uh, I think I made I think I made the better choice. It's a tough it's a tough choice. Uh, as a person who has both of them, I would say, yeah, I think you made the better choice in just terms of like, it's a it's a very different kind of device, mm-hmm. and and yeah. we'll get into that. But and I'd love about... I'd love an analog uh, pocket as well too. But I got is, I got enough to play my old stuff on good. so. Fair enough. Uh, let's talk about this little thing, this little yellow square device. Um, it's $179, which is you know not not an insignificant price. You could get uh, you can get like a refurbished switch light for something for that kind of money. Um, and if you're looking for a game system uh, and you don't have a game system, I'd say probably get the switch. Mm. Uh, but this is this is definitely like a boutique small thing yeah. it's doing its own doing its own thing over here and if you dig it then i think you'll really dig it um like i said it's a square it's a three inch about, about they use millimeters because you know the stockholm and all that shit but it's about three inches by three inches uh by a third of an inch um somebody somebody made the perfect comparison that if you took a game boy advance sp the top screen, the top screen part, if you flip out the clamshell, the top screen is the size of the Playdate, almost huh. exactly, mm. which is which is kind of cool. Um, it's got a 400 by 200 black and white display with no backlight, and I'm sure we'll all talk about how disappointed we are with that, uh, <laughs> although I, it seems like it was done for a reason. Uh, this thing's got 14 days of battery life in standby mode, probably because it doesn't have a black backlight. Um, but you'll get eight hours out of this thing if you are playing it uh, for the full eight hours. It's got four gigabytes of flash memory, which sounds small, but remember, uh, a lot of these games are going to be very tiny and maybe a handful of megabytes at the max. Um, it's got a USB-C port for charging and also for... Uh, I mean, it's not HDMI out. I guess it'd just be like AV out. You're, you're getting your audio and video out when you when you use um, the the app that you can download for your computers called Mirror, and we'll talk about Mirror as well. Uh, it's got Wi-Fi in it, 
Um, it also has Bluetooth in it, but apparently that uh, there's nothing to do with the Bluetooth yet. That there's going to be some functionality that'll come soon. Yeah, that big uh, dock thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably going to yep. be the big first thing. That that is what I'm hearing. Um, it's got a mono speaker. It's got a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, so it's automatically better than an iPhone. Um, <laughs> better than a Google Pixel, better than a Samsung. It's better, better than, than a Game Boy SP. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. You know what? It's not better than a Switch. Switch also has that. So. Mm. Hey, Bobby maybe, hates the Switch. Though, maybe so. after six years, this thing will say like, "Just kidding, we have a headphone jack too," <laughs> or something like that. And could be. Could be. Uh, they're cowards. Uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, courage. And oh, I forgot one little thing. It's got a fucking crank on it. Yep. Uh, this is this is probably the coolest and and also the the most gimmicky feature, I mean, gimmick in a good way uh, of the Playdate. Otherwise, this thing would just be like a tiny little Game po- Game Boy. It's got mm-hmm. a D pad and and A and B buttons, and it's got a home button as well. But like those, it's basically just a Game Boy, uh, except that it has this crank on the right side of the device, and that was apparently something that Teenage Engineering uh, pitched to them and. This it's it's so it's so good. It, it feels great too. Personality. It's it's it, it changes everything about this. Yep. Like if it didn't have the crank on it, I think this would have came across as less than and stale. And mm-hmm. the yep. entire marketing and the playfulness of it, it's all based off that crank. I, I think yep. it's a, a combination of the crank and the yellow. They they found just the perfect little sunny shade of yellow that just makes you happy when you look at it and that is what this device is it's just a, a happy little fun machine that's yep. that's what it, you're not doing serious gaming on this thing but you're having fun you're just it's it's a thing that makes smiles and that is that is really really cool um also here uh it's got a few grommets on three of the four corners on the front of the device uh, and then on the back, it actually has a fourth that, that only partially goes through because you got the, the screen on the other side of it. Um, technically, I guess you could put this on a keychain if you wanted to. You could, uh. like, loop something. I would say probably don't. You'd probably scratch up that nice little screen. Um, you but can what hang it does, from a necklace well, next to your Pokemon card. There you, there you go. Yeah, before your next big boxing fight. That's a, <sighs> that's a smart idea. Um, but these grommets are also used with the optional cover, um what's the cover like 20 bucks or something it's yeah something a, like yeah. that it's not a cheap cover but at the same time it's a it's a smart nice little cover it's I purple think, i think it's like um, 200 bucks to get everything right now right i i believe that's yeah correct. 200 yes. plus was like with shipping and everything yeah yeah mm-hmm. um but the cool thing about the case is that it doesn't it's not velcroed on it doesn't snap on the the way it works is that it has these magnetized pins, magnetized metal pins in these corners, and it actually goes in the grommets of the back of the system, and it just magnetizes in there, and it's really nice. It stays in place, but it's also really easy to take off. Uh, it's uh, I, I love I love the cover. I don't love it when I'm playing games. Yeah. Uh, I usually end up taking the cover off uh, when I'm actually playing the device, but then it's a it's a great way to to keep the screen covered and and make it look. It's the same problem I ran into with like a folio for a mobile phone. Mm. It's that Mm. I like the concept a whole lot, but if you're like trying to take a photo or open your phone to use, it's just always kind of in the way. Yeah, Yeah. I've got that with my iPad too. It's like, oh, I'm just trying to read something, and this this other thing is just flapping in my face the whole time. Get get out of here. I do wonder how long it'll be until I accidentally like bend one of the spokes 
from like mm. taking it in, taking it out, and things like that, and removing it. And it's like, yeah, I, I sometimes just leave it on, and it's not really that much of a pain just to hold it in the back and then like but i've only played like a handful of games that are like you know bits and chunks here and there yeah and because the thing is so small uh, i imagine bobby probably has the most problems with any of us with his with his giant andre hands um (laughs) that you know being so small it's not the most comfortable thing to hold for long periods of time uh and and having to then further contort your fingers to hold the hold the cover yeah. to the back of the thing while trying to crank, but also not moving the cover enough so that it gets in the crank's uh, trajectory. Uh, it's there's a bit of a claw thing going on as you. Yeah, as you play I will. This. I will say it doesn't have like shoulder buttons, so you're definitely not like a Game Boy SP, for example, where you just completely get like hand yeah. hand numbness. Right. And finger numbness just from like holding it for more than an hour. Uh, I haven't really but, had that much like problem with holding it. Uh, and all I that think much I think it also helps that, that like none of these games you should really be playing for more than like twenty thirty minutes a session anyway. Uh, even yeah. though some mm. games can can definitely or definitely take longer to play than that. Um, but this thing is made for very short sessions on the bus or on the train or as you as you're, you have like a ten minute break at work or something like that. Uh, and in that instance, your hand's not going to get hurt because you, you're just not going to play it long enough for that. Yeah. Chase, um, one, 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 one quick thought on the yeah. the case before we move on. You had mentioned sure. the iPad cover. One thing that I will call out on the iPad that I, I wish was here is when you close the cover on any iPad after the second generation iPad, um, mm-hmm. it would automatically lock the device by mm-hmm. the magnet attachment. And I wish that this cover had a similar function to where it would automatically like I can just flop this close and it would lock my device. Yeah. Um, it's a small ask, but something I wish we had. Yeah, I, I get that. And it is pretty easy to lock the device. You just, you just hit that top button, but you're right. Um, I'm glad it doesn't automatically open the device like it, like it does with my iPad sometimes. Cause, uh, cause when, when this thing is off, it's, it's actually never really off because what they do have is a clock feature that just uh that just stays on the the lock screen um and i think uh, bobby discovered the coolest thing about that is that it, there's actually three different clocks that you can get on there there's a, yeah. an analog one a digital one and then one that just reads the the date and time out to you in words uh which is uh delightful it's uh, the it, most play date one of them all it is, is absolutely. I'm going to switch to that one because I've just been having the analog clock on. Oh, this dude, whole that's, time. that's yeah. the best one. I mean, currently, uh, according to my play date, it's 10 to 11 on Saturday, May the 14th, and I think that's uh, that's just nice. That's just nice to. Did you mention this somebody... when we talked about about the hardware that has an accelerometer in it? Did we talk about that? We didn't. We didn't. It does have an accelerometer. I haven't really dealt yeah. with a game that's used it so far, but uh, that's in here, and maybe maybe some of the games that'll come out for it will. Uh, we'll take advantage of that. Oh, neat. Um, also, on those on those grommets, I imagine that's probably how the the uh, dock will the work. Speaker, yeah, yeah, that dock speaker is going to work. That you just plug plug those grommets right into probably more magnetized what, pins. What's even interesting, more interesting about that too, is this: it will charge your device somehow. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work because I probably don't, probably like the, the same kind of mag technology that Apple uses, like something similar. I would imagine. Maybe, Maybe, but the, the rest of the device it. doesn't work like that. Like it's got, right, but there it are other through USB-C. Yeah, but I mean, like the back end of it, like the very like this flat back of it, 
that probably has working like it works like you know wireless charging like a like a coil like or a, something yeah like a uh, or like yeah like a coil pad or something like that with like any type of phone like you yeah. know like your yeah. iphone your android now, now that charger charger speaker pen holder also comes with a pen oh yeah um that is that is strictly optional and, and currently not available uh, we, we don't i really really want to get yeah. that it, it feels like a vibe yet. yeah but, but like if like I, I just i just need one i don't yeah, really exactly. need a, <laughs> a speaker in my apartment or at my office uh but i'm gonna get one what do you think the cost of it's gonna be <sighs> probably a hundred i bet they throw another hundred hundred and fifty on there. yeah yeah i can see that I'll buy it i'm yeah I'm too far i'm too deep i'm too deep in um all right, let's talk about what else is special with the Playdate, and that is the games. Uh, and and not just the games, but the way the games are distributed. So there are 24 games that come free with your purchase of a Playdate, uh, eventually. Uh, yeah. When you connect your Playdate to the internet for the first time, it starts your own personal season of games. Bobby and I got ours uh, the, the same day, or like a day apart. So our we're on the same season cycle jiggy you got yours a week after us so yep, you're actually a, a week behind so bobby and i have six games that we can play How, how's it how's the life weeks. living in the future uh i wouldn't know uh for this uh, for this purpose i just did not play those games because i didn't even want to be hmm. thinking about talking about them on this show knowing that you couldn't talk about them oh thank you yeah i'm sweet that way <laughs> um but uh, so it starts your own personal season at the time of, of first connection. Each week you'll get two new games downloaded to the system uh, automatically. It'll it'll just yep. check. There's a nice yep. little blue up. light on the lock button too that flashes when you get yeah and updates. I, I know Bobby and I had a little bit of issue when we first got our devices that they were they were completely battery dead. Me too. Yes. Like I, I kind of panicked for a second there, and I'm uh-huh. like. I put it in for like charge it for a few minutes off my computer. I'm like, oh shit, is this one of the, like I have like one bad USB port on the front. I'm like, did I did I do the wrong one? Shit, yeah. maybe oh, okay. I'll pull out the uh, the charger with my switch. That's USB C. Maybe it needs just a, a little <laughs> bit more oomph. And I le- like, I go for a walk and I come back and it's like, oh thank goodness. I was like googling like Playdate battery fail. Uh, uh, right. is, it's, is it working? And yeah, just an hour later, it's you know enough charge to just start up and and see that really awesome boot up screen as well too. It, oh, it was man. it was so good. But like Bobby and I had a bit of a panic moment in that uh, you know it wasn't starting, and then when we did plug it in, it didn't have any indicator that it was charging. Yeah, that too. And, that that's what I was also worried about. And I did assume I, I knew it had that light for the new games, and I was wondering like, well, shouldn't it have the light on when it's charging, or at least like blink when it's up there? Uh, it doesn't. But again, if you get one of these things and it is, it seems dead, just just leave it plugged in for like an hour or so, yeah. and uh, and then it'll be there ready for you. And not it's, as cool as the 3ds with its multi-flashing lights and indicators. Yes. Like, uh-huh. not quite there, but still cool. But also, I don't keep my 3ds next to my bed anymore because mm. it just does have that blue like slow pulsing light uh and that's uh you know kind of annoying uh, even though i i appreciate that it's there when i when i need to know that the thing's charging um so it's got 24 games in this first season we're going to cover the first four of them here panic has not confirmed that there are more games or seasons but they say they're working on lining up more games for the future um but you don't have to just stop with the the 24 that are coming 
because the Playdate also has uh, also is an open platform, and Panic has released uh, their SDK for free for anybody, developers, gamers. If you want to try making your own game, you absolutely can. Um, they've got uh, is it called Pulp? I believe Pulp is the browser based, so like you do not have to have any okay. hardware. You don't even have to have mm-hmm. a Playdate to go online, and you can just do that. You can create an account. You have access to it. You can use a browser to make content for this, which is really cool. Um, there are, I think, Nova is another thing that you can download. That's more like a coding. But Pulp is the more like we want people to have access to making cool shit, and this is where you're going to do that. I'm, nice. I'm trying to look up right now, and you might have it written down, but I know that they, when they were talking about the, the like pre-orders and stuff, they announced a studio that they were doing. Like they were going to be funding a studio to make games using oh, the software. No, I didn't see that at all. Uh, it was. Cool. It is a Dope. commitment to like female minority-led opportunities to create video games using that software. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now while we're chatting, so I can get the name of it out there. But um, anyway, very cool. Pulp is well. Really yeah. Awesome. Well, well, while you're looking that up, I can talk about side-loading games. Yeah. Um, so when people develop games on their own, you can get uh, a new file. It's a, a PDX file uh, that usually has to be zipped up, and uh, you can. You, People can distribute these however they want, but uh, if you go to itch.io, you can see a lot of people have been putting up their their Playdate games or even just demos or prototypes up there. Many of them are free. There are a couple that that cost a little bit, Um, but when you get those files, those PDX files, you can go to the Playdate website and go to sideload. Your your system will show up there once you've connected it and registered it, and then you can uh, upload those PDX files to the the sideload site and they will show up on your playdate to to uh download there and uh it works okay i i do kind of wish there was a more direct way to just move a pdx onto the onto the device directly but uh, in the absence of that it's it's been relatively fine there have been a few different errors i know there's something about the zipping and unzipping i think that the site actually zips and unzips something uh, specific that has led to a, a number of errors, but for the most part, I've gotten a, a decent amount of software to sideload on this thing, and uh, and that's a, a pretty cool way to just get other games, like not just the twenty four official ones. You're going to be able to get uh, access to all these other things that people have made, and we'll talk about a couple of those here at the end of the show. Um, Bobby, any so, more progress yes. on that? So I believe it is called Sweet Baby Ink. Uh, they're narrative available and consultation studio based in Montreal. They've been working alongside them. I think the game that they have been working on is Lost Your Marbles, which we're not covering today, but that is out now. Uh, I think it's like in the well, the last depend, update. Depends on who you are, Bobby. Yeah, yeah shit. It's sorry. out. It's out for us. It's uh, out for some us. people got their play dates way before us, so some they have us, access. Some of to us are living in the past. The That's um, true. That's true. Let me just read this little blurb here. Kim, uh, CEO of the Montreal-based narrative development company Sweet Baby, appeared on the broadcast to announce a partnership with Panic. In addition to creating the replayable visual novel Lost Your Marvels for Playdate, Sweet Baby has organized an effort to help diversify games development by organizing two new teams. And so they're going to be helping work on that. Um, this was announced, I think, on like the, the when they had the first, here's the accessories, here's the games, all that shit that they did for it. But uh, more to come from that, which is really exciting. Neat. Very nice. Uh, so that's basically the, the hardware. And then there's also the, the Mirror app, which, uh, which we need to talk about, which is an app that you can download for free um, to, to your desktop or laptop computer. 
and with that you can plug your your uh, panic or your playdate sorry uh, through the USB C to your uh, you get a USB C to USB A cable uh, mm-hmm. in the thing you can use a, a C to C if you have that as well um, but once you plug that into your computer it just automatically will if you have mirror open it'll automatically just mirror the display um and and you can you still have to use the playdate as a controller i mean it's got a crank on it you're not going to find a crank on your laptop unless you've really done something cool with it yeah um so you still have to use the device to to play it but uh you know with no backlight if you need to play something in the dark uh connecting it to your laptop or uh or computer is a is a great way to uh to keep playing your playdate also if you wanted to stream it or yep. uh bobby and i on our casual hour stuff that we do we do quick looks of games um, so if we're going to quick look some some playdate games, that would be the way that we'd probably go about doing it. Yeah, it just um, shows up in OBS, which is nice. Yeah, it, it's super nice. Uh, it's also got a really nice UI to it. It just looks like a representation of the playdate on the screen. In fact, it even has the the buttons, D pad, and crank on there, uh, so you can and and also it shows them being interacted with as you as you use them on the device, so people can even see you know what position you have the crank in or that you're hitting a when you should be hitting b so they can yell at you in the chat saying like no no no, you you actually hit you actually hit b we knew we saw we saw you when's kaizo <laughs> mario coming right. to this right. yeah there you go one of the things that like stands out to me about this as we've been talking about it the hardware is awesome and like teenage engineering did a phenomenal job mm-hmm. we can talk all day about that but given panic's background and if you've watched any of their presentations their writing the the tongue-in-cheek playfulness i don't think that there's been something that has really bolstered the creativity quite like they have with this like the whole atmosphere around it and one of the cool things about what we talked about with pulp and now mirror and all the other uh developmental like apis or the the development stuff that we've got going on with this it's really remarkable to see how they're just giving everybody a sandbox to do stuff at no charge and with the itch community like being as vibrant as it is You've got people who are now they're even saying like, and we're going to talk about it, sideload shit onto it. I I think to me, like the most interesting thing for this quote unquote toy is that it's creating that let's dump all the Legos out and build some cool shit that maybe isn't going by the books. And that to me is the true, like shining bright moment for this device. Like, yes, it's very kitschy. It's very fun. It's a, a joy to use. But knowing that there's people who are making their very first video games for this is pretty remarkable and pretty cool to see. Definitely, I and and it's we we've said it a couple of times. This thing is just about fun, uh, mm-hmm. and and it's lovingly crafted with with that goal in mind. Jiggy, you mentioned the the initial boot up animation that is just really fun. It tutorializes you on how the system works and what all the buttons and and cranks do and how they yep. work. Um, but it's also just nice. It just makes the system feel alive and fun and friendly. Um, every time you get new games, they're gift-wrapped, kind of like the way they are on, on the 3DS uh, when you get new software there. But unlike the 3DS, which just kind of opens it for you, uh, this has two little robot arms that come out from the sides and, and yeah. pull the ribbon on the on the package to, to open it up. And it's got a nice little fanfare that goes along with it. And the animation looks just so smooth. And, the like, we haven't really mentioned the screen. But the screen, I think, looks, like, just super sharp, super nice. Even in, like, totally. low light, I'm having, like, 
I have like windows facing like I'm facing the windows and the direct light's not like hitting me directly uh like if I hold the play date like this, it's not in direct mm-hmm. light, but I can still see and I can still use it uh in a low yeah. light setting like this. So like we said, it's four hundred by two hundred and, and it's a one bit display, you're only getting black and white, but it is it is super sharp and and what Playdate says is like, no, it doesn't have a black backlight, but it's super reflective. Uh, and and honestly, that's that's not wrong. Uh, it, it is it is pretty easy to see uh, at different angles. Uh, it just if you're playing in complete darkness, you're yeah. not gonna have a you're not gonna have a good time. Unless and I thought I'd have like problems like in direct light, like I brought it out on the patio and played mm-hmm. out a little bit in the sunlight. And even there, it's like yeah, this is like like it keeps glare to a minimum and is still yeah. easy to see. Not uh, quite the Game Boy days where you're just, you're just no, moving, yeah, you're trying to the, find that position and contorting yourself into weird the, shapes, just trying to find the way that bounces the light just perfectly. Yeah, that old dot matrix display. Yeah, it's just, it's definitely not the same exact thing. Where uh, yeah, that how that that whole technology works compared to this and something like a bit more modern. But yeah, yeah. the ref- refresh rate on it is just super smooth. It's it's really really nice. And of course, there's already people that have made like little Game Boy emulators for this thing. So mm-hmm. it'll oh, yeah. be inter- interesting to see, uh, you know, what comes of that and how that'll look uh, going forward. For sure. Uh, I know we want to move on to games, but we, we have to we have to spend a little time talking about this crank because it is Ugh. the the big feature, the big gimmick on this thing. It and feels so good. Like it's the way it's, it snaps, the way it, it's it feels, the heftiness, uh, the metal arm. Like, good Lord. Mm-hmm. It feels solid. Like I, you don't feel like you're going to rip this thing off. Uh, even there are some games where you really, you really have to crank that thing. Yeah. Um, but never once have I felt like, oh, this thing's going to break. Um, I remember playing. There's a there's a Naruto uh, DS game where you have to use the stylus, and you know, for some of the for some of the special attacks, you just kind of draw a little circle and yep. it's not a big deal but there are other ones where you have to just rub it as fast as you can and i'm like oh god i'm gonna i'm yeah, gonna like tear a hole through this touch screen spinning the wheel <laughs> in uh leap beat agents or even like uh yeah. mario the first mario party with the uh like rotating oh. the yeah uh, analog uh-huh. stick and not only did that le- like lead to a lot of blisters but it also broke a lot of analog controller uh the analog oh, sticks on n64 controllers and that uh, is not a problem yeah. here. The build, the build quality is just so solid. We'll, we'll um, see, like after like like so many cranks, to see like what like what the wear and tear on it is like. But for like first impressions, like the whole thing itself, like it feels dense. Do you need to put WD forty on it after a certain point of time? Yeah. just to make sure that it stays. <laughs> it's just cranking. the it's just tell you what. roll commercial, Mister Al. How many cranks does it take oh, for the, <laughs> the thing to break? I don't know. Ask Mister Turtle. Um, uh, so the, the crank also, if you, if you have a Nintendo switch, I know Bobby does, uh, because he has to hate something. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like when you, when you take your, your joy cons off or, or more importantly, when you snap your joy cons back on the actual device, it makes that satisfying click and, and mm. the snap of the switch. And this has a similar thing, uh, where it gives you a sound indicator when you've taken the, the crank out or put it back in. And again, it's just, it's just a nice little touch that just makes you it's feel very good. good. Yep. It's just very nice. Um, this, and also about this crank, it's... Do what? It's full of little flourishes like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the other the other interesting thing about this crank, I it's not what I expected. When I when I hear crank, I think about something that kind of clicks, like click, 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 click as it's going through. This is completely smooth. You don't hear any of that. Um, yeah. But it's also not loose. It's not, it's not like ball bearings that you're just going through. There's, there's going a through. friction to it. There's a there's a friction there's a mm-hmm. there's a slight resistance 
but it's also just an incredibly smooth experience and that that works incredibly well for the games and we'll talk about the games uh, and how they use the crank yep. but it's it's this ability to it's it's not just the the force that you're putting into it it is it is an incredibly precise uh input input method yeah and, and they uh, do emulate the, the cranking sound like on the home screen and in certain games so you get at yeah. least some of that like satisfying like clickety noise without like it's understandable why they didn't put something in the inside of it to make it like do little clickety clacks every time yeah, you right. rotate it because why why would you do something that would wear and tear inside the machine that you would never sure. open and this is also a device that you know you're presumably taking on a bus or a train and uh you don't need something that's outwardly making more noise to uh to yeah, yeah. Uh, bother other passengers or something um and then uh, one one more thing. A lot of people are comparing this to a Game Boy, which I think is fair. Uh, even people like Jiggy mentioned are making Game Boy Game Boy emulators for this thing. I would probably say it's closer to a Game and Watch. Uh, mm. In fact, literally, because if it's on the lock screen, it's a watch. It just has the time, and then it has these one bit games uh, that that remind me a lot of those LCD kind of Mr. Game & Watch kinds of games. Chase, are uh, you telling me it's more of a Game & Watch than the Super Mario Brothers and Legend of Zelda Game & Watch I'm, editions I'm that Nintendo released? I'm 100% <laughs> telling you that those things are an abomination. But it has a watch on it, too. It turns into a clock. <sighs> those are NES games that... <laughs> God damn it. Okay, we can't do it. We can't do this. We can't do this. We have to move on. Cancel the show. Um, I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the games. How does that sound? Let's talk about games. All right. The reason uh, for the, buying this thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, I, I don't so. know. <laughs> like $179, $179 just for that animation and to... Chase, to one of the first games is Casual Birder. You're not telling me I, I have not bought in just for <laughs> fair, one, one single fair game. Enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the first, the first two games are Whitewater Wipeout and Casual Birder. Let's, let's start with Whitewater Wipeout because I mm. think that's probably the, the best introduction to this system that they could have done. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's a game that only uses the crank. Um, if you've played the California Games uh, surfing mini game, my first it's, game, it's basically just that. It very like much is town and yeah. country surf. Right? No, it is no, not, not. It is not, not like that shit ass game. <laughs> no. uh, very, very different. Um, but yeah, it's basically the California Games surfing mini game, although in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to the left instead of to the right. Uh, but other than that, basically there, and they wear that on their sleeve. That is that is on the the game's website. It's like uh, we like California games, and we just we just did that here. <laughs> um, it also reminds me a little bit of the uh, the Alto series uh, on on iOS, Alto's Odyssey and Alto's Adventure, um, in that it's a very simple method. Like the only thing your character does is spin, is yeah. flip. And, I uh, thought of like uh, the Flash game Dolphin Olympics. Uh, which mm. is a bit more like that's more of like a Tony Hawk style thing, but it's the same kind of like you have to angle yourself down to get you know gain more speed and then quickly move maneuver yeah. to you know make a good loop so you don't lose momentum or crash. Uh, so and and but basically though you're just doing like how many times can you rotate this crank while in the air right. and then recover and not yeah. and not and then and then not go back the other way right into the wave. <laughs> so so yes you are surfing here the the crank is basically where the tip of your of your surfboard is and because the of the precision of this crank input method uh wherever you leave that crank 
that is that is where that tip of that surfboard is going to be. It took me the way first... too long to know that. Yeah, Same. I didn't like, I didn't realize two... it until Bobby like mentioned that when I was watching like Twitch or something like that uh, one of your streams, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, I like this, but I I don't really get like the the position of the crank. It's like, oh no, it's the position of the board is where the like the uh, edge of the crank is facing yep. towards, and then uh, it, it just clicked. And I'm like, oh shit. Because I was playing it like a Tony Hawk thing, where it's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna spin this thing the same way I'd hold an analog stick in a direction until the until the border looks like he's in the the player character looks yeah. like he's in the right position, and then I'll stop. Um, but that's not that's not how it works. You you put that crank, and you wanna you wanna put that crank like slightly tipped, just in the way where you can make a smooth transition back down the wave. Uh, and then, yeah, once you learn that, it's like, oh, wait, I mean, the game's still not easy. I certainly wouldn't call it easy. Uh, but it, it went from, oh, God, this thing's impossible. I don't know how this works to, okay, I, I get this. There's some skill to it. Uh, and that's basically all the thing is. You are, you're just going down and up the wave, uh, trying to carry momentum, trying to get spins, uh, multiple 360s are possible as you're going uh, up, the, up the wave. Combos, then, things like that combos uh and there's a, a wave is coming from the the right side of the screen that you always have to stay in front of so you can't just do the biggest spins possible you need to carry your momentum forward and then there's a shark also at the bottom of the screen and if you uh, get too close to the shark it'll it'll jump up and eat you like you're like you're playing balloon fight hell yeah um, <laughs> it's just a it's a really nice thing i like that every time you lose there's another different line of bummer or boring yeah fart yeah it's uh it's just a, a fun little attitude game it's a high score game yep there's uh, global all, leaderboards and well and those leaderboards are already way past anything i will never gonna reach in my it. entire life just because it's it's absolutely insane the global leaderboard right now is i mean it's in the millions yeah, no, no thanks not not even gonna even attempt that's, that that's... Uh, i will say this is the only game that i've had crash on me on my play date so far really yeah okay. yeah i've had it and, crash a few times yeah and uh you know it's, it happens so it just it's just a simple like oh either like hard reboot the uh the system or just relaunch the software and you're back in it it's not have, you powered, and we have, have gotten... you powered off your play date no i haven't powered it off yet mm -mm. i don't even know how to <laughs> Did you just hold the top I, thing? I thought so, but I don't think that's it, it, how it, it works. It doesn't do it. Okay, so you just like have to leave it on for 14 a, days or yeah. 8 hours, depending on which way. Yeah, I know. That's also one of my hang-ups about mm. the device is like, I wish there was just a way to just power this off like completely. Uh, mm. There might be something in the menu uh, or something like that, but... Like, you know, it, I, I first thought, like, oh, just hold down the button and it'll, it'll automatically, like, just shut down and I can turn it back off the same way. But it's not like that, I don't sure. think. Well, when we, when we get to cranking, uh, we can talk more about it. But the, the, the way the Playdate works, it also it does accept patches. Uh, cranking has been patched once already. Yep. Uh, so maybe, maybe they will fix uh, what bugs are still apparent in Whitewater. I, I haven't had any problems. I haven't played Whitewater probably enough to, to have that happen to me. Um, why don't we move on to Casual Birder, the other mm -hmm. game in the first week of yes. content. Uh, this one's a little deeper, whereas, whereas Whitewater is this fun little, hey, I can spend five minutes on this thing. Casual Birder is a game that is, is meant, to, meant to suck you in a little bit more. It's a, it's a handful of hours of an experience. Bobby, yeah. why, don't you, uh, why don't you run us through what Casual Birder is all about? I, I think Casual Birder, and as 
the same type of vibe and setting that maybe a game like Toem is. And mm-hmm. it is kind of a, uh, it's an adventure game. Like you yeah. are collecting items yeah. that, hey, you need this item to give to that person, you get another item that opens up this area. And it's trying to puzzle together um, in a way like, how do you get to this area where there's a birding competition taking place? Um, you are photographing birds. You have 10 spots on your mobile mobile camera, which everybody's giving you a hard time about using a phone as a camera versus having like an SLR. Uh, there are yeah, but you have like a mobile camera that also spits out Polaroids. Yep, <laughs> which is very good. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got some really great animation and writing to it. I like the soundtrack on it quite a bit. Um, very tongue-in-cheek, very loose in its, in its approach to it. Like It's a cute game, a lot like Toem is. Um the writing's but great. The writing's so good. I and love how they named named the birds. Like one of one of my favorites, Dirty Dome Hunkadoo. Uh, yes, it's like <laughs> it's like obviously a playoff of like like Black Cape Chick, uh, Cap Chickadee or, or something like that. So sure. it's like you know, or or like just like uh, what is it? the pigeons like a junk bird or something junk like bird. that. And it's like yeah, uh, and, and it's like uh, you're a trash, but now that I think about it, you're still a bird. I love you. And I'm like, oh, this game is such my vibe. I love it. It's yeah. very good. It's it's probably been one of my favorite things I've played on it so far. And you haven't even mentioned the, the Playdate specific part of this. You use the crank to mm-hmm. go focus. in and out of focus. Uh, Which is really good. To, to capture the the birds which is which is quite fun and there's um, a little pu- puzzle solving like not every bird like stays still because they're birds that's what they do right. uh so like you know i've only played for like just like a little less than an hour so far but like the like first like kind of puzzles like there's a dark cave and you can't take a picture but i know there's a bird in here i can hear the calls mm-hmm. and i gotta say like uh the the sound design in the game too i was surprised like like how clear some of the chirps and calls were for some of the birds. I was expecting something yeah. a little bit more like electronic, like first gen Pokemon kind of mm-hmm. uh, like uh, squeals and howls and things like that instead of like actual bird chirps. And like, I'm, I'm just impressed uh, by the, the fidelity of it. Yeah. The sound is, is quite good. I'm, I'm stuck on a uh, puzzle right now where there's a bird that is just too fast. Yeah. I, even when I, even when I am able to take a picture in focus, it is still too fast and it goes like, I don't know what this is. Just like and, real life. <laughs> and I need to figure yes. out a way to slow this thing down or, or get it to stop. And maybe I need to throw some. I've tried throwing like an acorn and throwing some worms down and it doesn't care about those things. So I uh, there is a there is a walkthrough. The, the developer uh-huh. himself, uh, his name is uh, Diego Garcia. He's an indie dev and also a teacher at the NYU Game Center. Um, he's worked on games called uh, like uh, Damaged in Transit, which is on the on the Switch and on some other things as well. Uh-huh. Um, another game called Dear Reader, which seems pretty cool about having to uh, manipulate the words in classic texts like Moby Dick or uh, or uh, uh, like Edgar Allan Poe stuff, um, and and trying to you know, get you some literacy on these classic pieces of, of literature. Um, that seems kind of cool. And then he's got another game called Sunburn, which seems kind of neat as well. Um, oh, actually, speaking of that, I, let's go back to Whitewater real quick, just so we can shout out the developer. That's Chu High Labs. Uh, they are making Curse to Golf, which is uh, coming out soon. Oh, yeah, that, that looks that cool. 2D golf game. That does look cool. Um, they worked on a game called Carve Snowboarding, uh, Halloween Forever, and Tinker Trains. So check them out as well. Um, yeah, I, I like Casual Birder quite a bit. Uh, it is it is it, it shows how how much more uh these games can be they're not just little arcade toys 
there are there are full kinds of games in here as well, and they and it uses the crank to to yeah. strong. It's like as well. an aesthetic that's kind of like Earthbound-ish, but it also kind of like because the black and white screen and everything kind of reminds yeah. me of like the Final Fantasy Legend series a bit too, just like sure. in that sort of you know four directional like search around type of RPG. But there's no combat. It's all just like. Taking pictures of birds and doing. You little... do get punched in the gut. You do one, get punched in the butt by, by the, those jerks. Uh, yes. I still cannot find anything on how to turn this damn thing completely off. I know. <laughs> I, I, feel I told so you. I look too. Why would you want to turn it off, Bobby? It's the it's the most fun thing that you could have. What add. if I what if I board a plane? They're saying you need to turn off that device, and I'm like, I can't turn this off. Well, you'll have to uh, leave it here and not go on the haven't plane. Haven't they stopped doing that at this point? I know, yeah, they pretty... they've kind yeah. of stopped doing that. Yeah. Uh, also, it, what are you taking your plane out on a plane for? Are you you're supposed to take I? it on the go? What are you talking about? <laughs> Do they have a mirror um, app on the plane or something? Is that how you use yeah, it? Yeah, that, that's what it is. You put it on the, the in-flight screen. Yes. <laughs> That'd be perfect. Um, anything else we want to say about Casual Burger before we move on? No, I'm going to definitely uh, finish it because, like yeah. I said, the writing I, I in it is just very cute and very like charming uh, in, a, in a witty, funny way. But that's also kind of... Like there's a bit of snark to it as well too, but still, it's like you know, it's it's definitely for for the love of birds and things like that, and I'm all about that. I, I don't know how long that game is. Like so far, it seems like it could be one of the longer games that I've checked out. Um, it's definitely not one like you know when we talk about uh, the surfing game. It's it's like okay, you're gonna pick that up for you can play it for thirty seconds. But like I got my fix. Or this one, but you can it, play it for thirty seconds for like ninety days time. straight. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Casual Burger, you know, it has a beginning and an end. Yep, for sure. It seems like to be a very straightforward narrative with it, but I, I really dig it, and uh, I'm having a great time with that. I, I do like the way it uses your photos as an inventory system. It, mm -hmm. Like you said, you can only carry 10 at a time, so there are some times where, uh, like one of the early challenges that I guess I'll spoil is a, a guy is uh, like not, he's a, a constructor guy, uh, engineer, and he's not he hasn't built this bridge yet and he's kind of tired and, and uh, he's like, I just don't have any motivation. Uh, I wish I could find some motivation for my cool bird friend. And so you take a, a photo of this woodpecker style bird and you bring it to him. He's like, Oh yeah, that's get me fired up. And then he builds the bridge. Um, but <laughs> you need quickly. to have that photo in your inventory. So you I too, to I too get motivated photo. every time I see a woodpecker. How could you not? I know. How could you not? Uh, um, but then you can't you can't just always keep that in your inventory because you're you need to take photos to put into your bird birdopedia bird decks whatever the hell they call it um, and and those will stay in there automatically and stay there forever but uh, you still need to have that inventory of ten photos and you you need to use that wisely. Good uh, tip Bobby, to I think you're I think you're spot on with uh, Toem. I mean it's a it's a black and white game that is specifically featuring photography so uh, oh, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of a no-brainer um but it does it does give me similar vibes to that I'm, I'm having a great time with it let's move on to kranken's time travel adventure i think this is probably the the quote-unquote killer app or at least what panic uh considers the killer app uh it's got the the biggest developer behind it i would i would imagine mm. uh the developer is uvula uh, which is Keita Takahashi's studio. You might know Keita Takahashi from such games as Katamari Damacy. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, Nobi Nobi Boy or Wadam. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he makes the weird ones. Uh, the weird ones and the fun ones. And I, I think Kranken fits into that mold relatively well. Um, Jiggy, do you want to run I could, us I could say a few things about Kranken. It's basically uh, just a uh, 
like the title suggests, time traveling by using the crank. Uh, you play as uh, was what's the ma- uh, let me pull it up here. I think, I think his, isn't his name just Cranken? Yeah, just Cranken. <laughs> and uh, was a crankette uh, or something like mm-hmm. that. You're supposed to meet her for your date at three o'clock, and uh, it starts with uh, Cranken just being asleep and waking up at three p.m. Uh, and uh, you basically just uh, rotate the uh, crank uh, clockwise until he reaches the date, and that's basically you know the first level the first date is getting there and uh being late and either getting what like kicked in the nuts yeah crickets uh, never piled, very happy uh, you know, about it yes slammed not... into the ground like i've uh, only been a minute late or something and she's still it's a it's a slap yeah. or it's a suplex uh, uh, it's like come uh, on uh, i was uh, only a minute late what are you doing a hadouken fireball uh it's it's <laughs> great but then you get to the second date, and there's like something that you know is uh, thrown in your path, like a flower, which Cranken uh, has to bend over and uh, sniff it. Uh, but then suddenly, like a butterfly, which has no like uh, you have no control over, starts floating towards you, and if you touch it, it's uh, game over, basically. Yeah, uh, you're only you're only doing the time travel part. You're only traveling where Cranken goes exactly with, by by spinning the crank. So anything else butterflies or pigs or uh you know other other uh, obstacles they will keep going to the quote-unquote real time yes that and keeps, so that keeps ticking as the date goes by because you still see it's got a little indicator of what the time is and it yep. says starts with three because that's when you wake up and you're already late uh but i think like every second or so it it adds another minute to that clock yeah. so but basically what you do, you're basically in control of cranking in his timeline. So if you reverse direction with the crank, he goes backwards in time. So like every action that he's performed, he does again. So like to get past the butterfly, you just use the flower when he's sniffing and then it goes over your head. And then you continue on by, you know, cranking it forward and uh, basically get to uh, the end of like it, it pretty much repeats the same way. And it's all like trying to figure out how do I get through this like 2D plane puzzle avoid all these enemies it's sort of like a trial and error sort of uh like adventure game in that sense yeah, yeah. uh obviously there's poop that that uh, travels oh, in your how path could there not be of course uh it, it's just it's very silly and i i find it like really addicted trying just to figure out like the timing like how do i figure out like getting past these pigs uh oh i just use the coffee table to like leap over it uh but i have to sit down and enjoy a cup of coffee or tea first uh, because yes. that's part of the the motion of the timeline, so mm-hmm. it it's it's pretty devious and and often hilarious too. Like I, I enjoy, like Casual Burger, it, it just has a charm uh, that is is just really just of of the developer. Like it's great. So I'm on I'm on date fifteen, mm. and I gotta say uh, it gets it, it gets pretty difficult uh, pretty quick. Um, you you have lots of things that are time sensitive. That uh, a lot of a lot of times there's just like this big uh, herd of pigs that are going to be rushing behind you. So you you only have a certain amount of time to go back and forth and avoid the obstacles that are coming in front of you because you know something is coming up from behind you. Uh, there yeah. there's lots of really precise uh, bits of uh, not platform exactly, but precise precise use of the crank. And again, that, that mm-hmm. thing is so precise that that you can do that um, that. 
you you like have a have like a hanging bar and you're you're jumping up on it and hanging onto it and you have to hang onto it in a certain way that your body kind of separates so these yeah. birds can fly through your body. There's like two birds then... that are like one's higher and one's lower and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to separate myself and just hold it right here. But if you yep. do it like just a little bit too much, like it's very like pixel, like you have to be pixel perfect uh, yep. to like not caught. touch anything. And uh, then it's going to combo that by also having that, that poop thing uh, just walking on the ground yep. underneath. So you have to get in a very precise spot where you get through those birds, but then also crank it back just a little bit so your legs pop up just just slightly to the point where he uh, he misses you. Um, it's it's really precise and it's very trial and error. And I think the one maybe bad thing about this game is it's not quite a Super Meat Boy where you just snap right back into it and go 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 go. No. Uh, there's there is a pause where it it has to let you know, hey, you you dummy, you failed. Uh, but it's like kinda, it's like two, wish two three seconds. It's not even yeah. It's it's not very long, but it's it's still just a little too long. And I and I want to get back into it. I want to fix my mistake. <laughs> um, and and I feel How bad you, every have, time I fail, which I guess I'm supposed to feel. Have you beat it? No, no. I'm, an, I'm, I'm on, on day uh, fifteen. I'm on day sixteen. It kind of throws you a curveball on that day uh, a little bit. Nothing like earth shattering. I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that. But it's like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Yeah. Got it, Bobby. How far are you? Uh, like date five, if that. Okay. okay. So I'm, I think that's the one where you have to like jump up and grab something at that point mm, in time. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. Um, and let's move on to the fourth mm, game. Is maybe a strong word. Um, Software tool. Ex- experience tool. Fun thing. The yeah. Mario Paint of the play date. G- yeah. Electoplankton. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Let's talk about Boogie Loops. Um, This is by Meili Ko and Andy uh, Matsuchik. Uh, They are former Apple employees, Apple Apple developers. Um, Who the hell would ever want to be one of those? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, they weren't just like Apple Store people. They they were real Apple employees. Not like Bobby. Uh, (laughs) Nice. That's okay. Bobby was a genius. Um, No, I wasn't. Still is. Well, I mean, I mean, genius in like the the you're a smart man. I, I wasn't a genius. <laughs> okay, in any fair shape enough. Of the way. <laughs> um, so this is uh, I can't find any other games or projects they've worked on it, but it seems like they do a lot of like visual art and and interesting interesting projects. And this might just be like another interesting project for them. Um, this is a, a loop music maker thing. Uh, it's got fun little animals at the top of the screen that are anthropomorphized and that will do all sorts of Fortnite looking dances where they'll dab or <laughs> floss or uh, whatever the fuck the kids are doing these days. Um, but you you basically, it's, it's just a loop maker. You've got uh, all your nodes that you can click on in high notes or low notes and drum beats and guitar sounds. Um, and then you also have the ability to to choose the moves that your that your little animal friends are doing on the beats as well. Uh, so you can make sure they dab as soon as that that kick drum comes in. Um, I, I, I'm not a big fan of dabbing if you haven't if you haven't noticed. Um, I also <laughs> I am not a huge <laughs> fan of loop makers because I don't know shit about music other than I like it sometimes. Mm. <laughs> um, I, the only time I've really had, experience with these things is uh is in sound shapes which uh yeah. you know building building the music track building the loop 
was actually more part of building your levels in those games. So I felt like there was a little bit more to it. Uh, whereas this, you're, you're kind of just making a loop. I'm, I'm sure there's a way to export these. I mean, you, I guess you could use the Mirror app and, uh, and record, capture, capture your recording of that if you want to capture your loops. But uh, has anyone put any more significant time in this? I, I just kind of played really. around with it and went like, ah, this is not for me exactly. I play it for like like just a couple of minutes, and I was like, I need a, an instruction manual how to uh, operate this thing. And uh, just on like first look on it, it's like, it's a neat idea, but I think like the screen, just like the UI, is just too a little small. too small and cluttered, unfortunately. Like yeah, it. And I think it's a little already, slow yeah. too, just in in terms of having to use the D pad to navigate through this thing. Um, it, it's not, it's not my favorite. Yeah, Bobby, it's not like you? the Korg DS, uh, like sure. software that you can get for like the DS and stuff like that. Are you asking if I like it? Um, do you like it? Have you played I mean, it? a little bit. I... Play us, play us your loops. I, mean, I know you've probably built a ton of loops, so just why don't we play Yeah, I can load it up in the, the post here. Um, I, you know, I've messed around with the music <laughs> stuff in the past, like I mentioned earlier. I, I, it's just cricket I've had sound. some sense and, um, the, the whole I like I, when I was in college, my degree required that I had to take some studio classes, even though like I was going into like digital, it was digital media. So they, the liberal arts approach was like, you need to have a little bit of this rounded. I sure it's neat. It's not what I want to play date for. I can tell you that much. And um, mm. I think that that would be if I was going to really put time into it undoubtedly that's probably something i would use the mirror app for just to get a better look of like all things that were happening on screen for it um mm -hmm. it's neat i think it's a cool thing again i go back to my my earlier statement on this is a this is a, a situation where they want creativity in all shapes and, and sizes and i think that it's a great way of saying something like a play date could be used for creativity if you want to have it that as well yeah yeah i think if you if I could make a fun, easy loop in like five minutes, I think I'd be more into yep. this. But despite its cute exterior uh, with its dancing animal friends, you you really do need to spend a, a good portion of time in it to get something that sounds not like right. shit. Um, and and that that commitment to to building something like that, I just I just don't have, especially with a device like this that feels like something I really need to be in and out with. Uh, on the on the game yep, agreed all right so those are the first four uh like i said bobby and i have another two games that we have access to um i don't know what they are and i haven't played them I'm keep it that way. <laughs> um until at least this this uh, podcast is over but uh we did mention the ability to sideload games onto this thing and uh i know we're already running longer than we want so why don't we keep it to one sideloaded sure. game or thing per person uh, and Jiggy, why don't you start us off uh, with what you've sideloaded onto? Yeah, I I just fiddled around with it yesterday, just to like I got my cable. I was like, oh, I'm gonna sideload a game. I gotta hook up the cable and everything. But as you mentioned before, it's all done uh, remotely through the internet. So you basically just put a, you know, the zip file on your Playdate account, and then it'll show up in your uh, like games file in your settings, and you just download it from there. Uh, I just did the Playnote Studio, which is a just a little side indie project of. Uh, I think it's just one person, and they just uh, same person that did the uh, Flipnote viewer on like uh, computers and stuff like that, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But it's basically a viewer for uh, using Flipnote Studios from the DS, uh, using the crank to either go forward or rewind, 
uh, and it can play with sound uh, like some of the little videos. Uh, what what's one of the artists? KK Flipnote uh, on Twitter's does like a lot of nice. uh, like Kirby animations, birds, uh, Animal Crossing, with a lot of like very bl- bouncy and elastic kind of uh, animation styles. And it's like you know it's it's very neat. Just like as a little like curiosity, just to like oh I can just play like this and wind it up. Uh, kind of like at one of those penny arcade uh, things like the viewfinders and you wind the crank and oh wow it's a little movie inside this box uh, just a little neat curiosity and kind of perfect for the play date that's awesome nice uh, Bobby how about you what have you been I've uh, really been I've, I've downloaded a lot but the one that I just keep going back to is a game called Bloom it's made by RNG uh, Party Studios I think or Party Games I'm sorry RNG Party Games and this is a real-time narrative-driven game. It's primarily told through a mobile phone interface. And so you're carrying on some uh, Night in the Woods-esque level of conversations with people through your phone. It does have a mini game within it, which is more of like an asteroid-type game. Um, but the whole premise of this is it's it's in real time. So when you open it up, it's going to show the current time. It's got a pretty static interface which is your flower shop. And then you can crank and take an elevator to the top of your flower shop, which is on the roof. You have a garden and it's a mess. There's only like four plots that you can uh, use at the beginning. And you've got like $400 to buy plants, plant them and then make a profit. And as you do that, you're getting more and more flowers available to you to grow on your rooftop. And you're learning more like about your relationship with your mom, your partner, and all kinds of other really cool stuff that happens throughout the game. It's, it's the perfect thing for me on this is like it's designed to be picked up and put down pretty frequently and so if i have like a moment in between calls at work i'll open it up see if my flowers are ready to be picked up and sold or if i had need to have a conversation with somebody like have they responded back to my text yet and uh i find it to be really really well done it's got a richness to it that i think is great in a year where i've played games like citizen sleeper and norco uh that kind of like visual novel-esque stuff is just really strong really well right uh really well written for what it is nice it's like a it's like a hipster harvest moon um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's one that i've had downloaded it's it's the most expensive game i've seen by far being 10 bucks um Ooh, but it is wow. it does seem uh it does seem like also the the game that's probably had the most care and attention and time put into it um and I, I need to just start it, uh, especially with the, the way that you can just pick up and play it all the time um, and that it's meant for that, that I, I need to just get going on it instead of waiting it, and, and holding holding on to it. For I know this reason. is like not what it is by any stretch, but the same vibe you get if you've put on like Lo-Fi Chill Beats to Study and Relax to like just that overall sure. setting. That's the that's the vibe of this game for sure. Um, it's just nice to like even have like if I could, I would probably have this docked and open on that speaker when I have it there, and just kind of have that because mm. it does have like a nice little loop of music and you can see some really cool animation on the menu. So it like shows your your happiness level on it and way like your face, and then it has the time and then your your money income from it. It's just. Oh, I bet, I bet, I bet you the developers had the the dock in mind for that that little, little yeah. thing there. I'm sure. Hopefully, yeah. that works. Uh, Just like to that. have that kind of keep an eye on it and grab it and go. Like I could see that being a big deal for sure. Very cool. 
yeah, I will. Uh, I'll be playing that real soon. Uh, well, speaking of vibes, uh, let me tell you about a vibe that is annoying as fuck in the best ways, uh, <laughs> and that is a uh, a uh, a joke that's worth ninety nine cents. <laughs> uh, um, that is the name of the game. A joke that's worth ninety nine cents. You can find it on itch. Um, <laughs> here's the here's the funny part. Itch doesn't let you buy something for ninety nine cents. So this game is a dollar, but it is <laughs> it is currently on sale. For one percent off at ninety nine cents, and that off that offer ends in nine years, oh eleven months, and fifteen days. Nice. So hurry, hurry up before uh, it goes up to a dollar. Oh my god. Um, this this game is by Cami Box. Okay. Uh, Cami Box, you might have played some of their games. I definitely have. Uh, there's a there's a game called Burger. Have you played this one, Bobby? It's an iOS game where you have like a, a pan and you're flipping no. you're flipping the burgers onto like the the bun. It's it's a very minimal I'll thing. Take a look at it though. But it's just a timing based thing of trying burger? to uh, trying to flip that burger patty. Yep, just called burger. Uh, it's got a sequel called Pancake. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you're just flipping flipping these burgers and trying to get them to land on the bun perfectly and and trying to stack them up um, further and per- further. It's uh, it's very good. They also have another iOS game that I've played. Oh, I have played Burger. I have played Burger. Yeah, you probably have. Like, Burger Burger seems like a pretty popular one. Uh, And then they have another game called OK. uh, OK, A-Y, question mark. Uh, And that game is is kind of like... um, It's kind of like a Pong. It's kind of like a hold-down a little bit. But you need to... you're, You're showing the trajectory of the ball as it uh and you have to hit all the walls to break them it's kind of a little bit breakout okay. too but you are you're trying to break all the walls in one motion in one in one uh shot of this of this ball and it's pretty cool those are not on play date those are just on ios um the one uh but we're going to talk about a joke that's worth 99 cents which is so fucking delightful um the the way the the way the game works when you open it up, it's got a visual representation of the uh, of the playdate on the screen. Uh, it's like a it's like an isometric view of a playdate, and you can see the buttons. The crank is is further towards you as the player, um, and the crank is the game you're playing on the device oh. itself. Uh, so th- that crank is is a one to one. The the virtual it's... crank is a one to one with the the physical crank that you're using to play the game. And what happens is there's this uh, tiny little character, and he is bouncing on the on the the crank. So the whole point of the game is to keep bouncing him and seesawing he him up into the air. Um, and he's got a very bouncy butt, and that's why he can bounce on the uh, on the the crank. It seems there, like a Bennett Foddy shaft game. of the crank. Kind of does, kind of does. Uh, I think Bennett Foddy actually will have a game on the playdate uh, at some point. I think uh, I think he is one of the confirmed developers, um, so I'll look forward to that. But um, so <laughs> it's just really simple, but it's really well executed. It's really well animated. Um, and you're juggling this little dude with the bouncy butt in the air to try to collect these stars that are in the air. And every time you collect a star, there's another line of a joke that is being played on the screen on the play date that's on the screen of your physical play date. Uh, makes perfect sense, right? Yes. <laughs> um, and and the, the narrator will, will just tell each line of this joke as you collect more stars. Um, and it's a very long joke. <laughs> It's uh, you just have to keep doing this. I have not seen the end of the joke. Uh, I've I've gotten uh, basically uh, 
you're going to hear the phrase, uh, three, three guys are sitting in a bar. You're going to hear that all the oh time. And it's really nice that, that uh, the narrator has slightly different reads on each of the lines, uh, or this thing would be totally insane. Um, but you're going to hear about these three guys sitting at a bar. There's a great fairy that appears and offers them each three wishes. So you have to hear each one make their first wish and what the fairy responds and then what the second one wishes and what the fairy responds and then what the third one wishes. And, and it just goes on and on because you need to collect stars every single time there's another line. Uh, it, it goes on for quite a bit. Uh, you can turn the narration off. Why? Eventually. Why would if you? you? If you well, <laughs> I imagine if you've heard Why? the joke before and don't need to keep hearing the narrator say, three guys are sitting That's at a bar. Joke. Three guys are sitting at a bar. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, they, you need to stop this. Um, it's so good, though. The, the physics are great. The music is great. When you aren't actually physically playing the game and, and not going through the joke, there is a quite a long song that plays just as kind of a, an attract mode style thing. Uh, and <laughs> it's, it's just a very tongue-in-cheek song about how your character has a bouncy butt and how this thing's only this, this thing's worth 99 cents and it's on the play date. It's just very, uh, very funny. I love it. Uh, I, I need to find the end of this joke. It's not, I, I got to the point where I got so frustrated. It's like, I just need to figure out what the fuck this joke is. And so I, I, I tried That's to find the it real on YouTube. Joke. I tried to find it on YouTube. I tried to find it on Twitch. I found people playing it. Nobody's nobody that I've seen has, has finished the joke mm, on a stream. That's suspect, and man. That's suspect. I, I don't know. And so I just have to, I just have to keep. I just have to keep playing so I can figure out what the fuck. You think it's a, like a desert is. golf kind of situation? It's like there is no end. Uh -huh. you, yeah. You're trying to find <laughs> meaning in it this. And you're There's got to be an joke. ending. Okay, here's what I know so far. Here's the here's the deep lore of a joke that's worth 99 cents. <laughs> three guys are sitting at a bar. The fairy appears. She offers three wishes to all of them. The first guy wants a million dollars. And she goes, yeah, sure. It's in your bank account. The second guy's like, well, he asked for a million. I want 10 million. She's like, yeah, sure. No problem. And the last guy says, I want a bouncy butt. And she's like, that's weird, but sure. Here you go. What's your second wish? And then the first guy's like, I want my own island. And the next guy's like, I want 10 islands. And then the third guy, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far, goddammit. He just wants a bouncy butt. <laughs> That's all I know. I'm only... I, he probably... Yeah, he probably wants an even bouncier butt. I don't I don't know. And I, there's got to be something... I, I need to know. I need to know the fucking punchline <laughs> of this joke. <sighs> goddammit. Anyway, um, I'm having a great time with that game. Uh, it, it's very fun. And I'm having fun with other things as well that we'll talk about on our next episode of this. I don't know when that's going to be. Maybe two or three weeks. You finally got a reoccurring now. series other than Pokemon. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, but yeah, that, I think that is the plan here. The, the play date, like we said, has 24 games that are coming out two at a time each week. Uh, Bobby and I have had three weeks. Uh, Jiggy's had two. So I imagine in the next few weeks, we, we might reconvene and talk about the next set of games that we've totally. been playing and uh, maybe some other side-loaded games that we've uh, we've also been checking out. And maybe there will be some new side-loaded games to, to talk about as well. It seems like they're popping up every day with uh, with new Picross-style games or a new version of Tetris uh, that somebody's built. 
Um, and some of those, some of those, you know what, have actually been pretty darn solid. So let's leave it there. Let's get into some plugs. Jiggy, why don't you start us off? Where can the internet find you and uh, and the things that you do? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Jiggy-san, G-I-G-G-Y-S-A-N. Um, I stream as well on Twitch, same name. And uh, I just did a whole week of Star Wars games. It's always a fun yeah, time. I did for a second year in a row. Um, I'm editing the, all my deaths down to just a single, like, like sizzle reel type cut sure. and I'm almost done. Like the, the now hard part's over right there. That's content. I don't know where I'm going to put it. Probably I, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's not the same name, but I'll just probably throw it up on there if I can. And, uh, but I always plug my friend Tyler abstract, my man in Japan uh, for the time being. And uh, he's still doing the abstract Japan podcast. And it's like a music podcast with focus on experimental music from Japan and, uh, right now, his experiences in Japan right now. And uh, yeah, you can find more about that. AbstractJapan.com. I'm on a handful of episodes here and there, too, uh, other than this one. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much my plugs. That's awesome. Very cool. I, I hear they're, uh, they're opening Japan up here. Pretty, uh, pretty a little for, bit, a little yeah, bit. Like not, not completely open. I think it's like, like tour groups only, not okay. like individual, like you can't go by yourself. You have to be mm-hmm. in a group. And it's like, yeah, we're going to be waiting a few more years for that. Mm-hmm. Making, making slight progress. Though. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Bobby, uh, I know we've mentioned the casual hour, uh, before, but why don't you, uh, give people a more, uh, full throated. Yeah experience with what the casual, casual hour, is. hour is the podcast that chase joins me and johnny amazachon weekly where we record our podcast live on twitch.tv slash casual hour we post that episode every friday morning wherever you listen to podcast we also have taken up streaming for better or worse and we do that on monday and friday nights where we play through all kinds of games ranging from turn-based strategy games to wii sports sorry nintendo switch sports um <laughs> and any other new releases it's a great time we also do quick looks where we take more of a narrative approach to our thoughts on some of those games and we show you glimpses into them uh, we post that on our youtube channel which is youtube.com slash casual hour you can follow along with all the crazy shit that we do at the casual hour wherever you do your social networking uh we'd love to have you come and hang out with us nice uh, and as for me, uh, you know about Gamers on the Go. That's GamersOnTheGo.com. You can find all of our past episodes there. Uh, you can tell me a game that you'd like me to cover, and I'll go, eh, probably not. I'll... <laughs> 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 but you can, you're welcome to try. Um, and then I also, uh, outside of the casual hour, I have another uh, YouTube channel that I do some stuff on called Chasey K Plays. Um, the last thing that's been up there, my, uh, my co-host from the casual hour, Johnny Amazich, and I, uh, went through our first Pokemon Nuzlocke, uh, of Pokemon Shining Pearl, and so you can see how we fared, uh, with that and had a good time doing it, and, uh, I, I haven't announced this anywhere yet, so why don't I just announce it here? I think the next game I'm gonna play through on that YouTube channel is going to be SteamWorld Heist. It's a good one. Uh, Nice. One of uh, one of my Good favorite choice. games. I like doing turn-based stuff. That one, I I just have uh, a blast with. I think uh, I think it'll be a nice short experience that uh, that could be fun to stream, not stream, record, um, and then put you that up stream there. That. Mm, that's nah, <laughs> imagine <laughs> um, streaming. <laughs> but that'll be that'll be something I can do before probably figuring out another Pokemon thing that I want to do. 
So uh, that's uh, that. That's it. That's it. What, what are you doing here? You can go. <laughs> go away. Like listen to podcast listen over. To don't get a play yeah, date. Podcast over. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. Oh, if yeah? you don't have a play date and you don't want to wait a year, you can use some of the development software to even get those sideloaded games and play them in a browser. It's not the same, of course, but just putting that out there. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, cool. Well, thank you both for coming on. Uh, it was great to great to talk to you both about the play date. I'm going to keep playing on this little device, and then maybe I'll see you in a handful of weeks, and we'll we'll do this all. Thanks for having again. me. Sounds good. Right. Bye. See you guys. Bye.